the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and put it into effect. Okay, once again, we got a winning combination for you today. However, we've changed up the roster a little bit. Sitting in for Rich Jekyll is Lucy Polito, volunteer at SCORE. Lucy, always good to see you. Great to be here. Good to see you. And I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And once again, we want to thank each and every one of you folks for listening and telling your friends and family about the show. The audience is growing, and we love that. That's the whole idea is to get uh, the message out to more and more people. And, of course, the message for SCORE is a winning message because... You can get great mentorship from great, experienced people, volunteers from all walks of life. And it's available right here in Central Florida. Actually, it's available all over the country. But right here in Central Florida, it's available at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. And as as Rich likes to say, it's the big F word. It's all free. (laughs) The mentors are free and uh, free for the asking. And because they are from all walks of life, they can help you no matter what kind of business that you're in or what issue or or what challenge that you have at uh, the present time for your business. They can put somebody with you to help you get through that who's been through it before or seen, seen it before. So uh, that's the whole idea of the mentorship program at SCORE is to save you those extra steps and the extra money and making the same mistakes that many of them have seen made or made them, them themselves. And uh, because it is free, all you got to do is ask for it. You can do that one of three ways. You can visit them on the website, orlando.score.org. You can visit them in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. And it's on the west side. Just park in the parking garage. Look for the vines on the wall. They'll take you to the right spot. And uh, you can also give them a phone call at 407-420-4844. And if you show up at the door or if you give them a call on the phone, it's during business hours, Monday through Friday. Nine to five. We're there every day. An actual human being or two or three is there every day. And, uh, of course, now they also offer educational programs. Many of these are free. The ones that aren't free, it's it's a better deal than a postage stamp, which is still a pretty good deal these it days is. when you think about it. Um, because uh, for like $30 uh, for some of these seminars, you get great education. You get uh, material to take home that you can con- continue to refer to. And, of course, you get the great experience that uh, these folks have been in the business world. So they know what it's really like. This is this is not a a a school, you know, a school. This is, if anything, the school of hard knocks. Right. This is actual experience that we have all lived through. And so we know how tough it is to be out there and start your business or maintain a good business that's profitable. And so we're there to teach you and tell you how to do it and uh, Tell you our stories of what 
each of us have gone through. And I think that's very important. Absolutely. And if you've never heard about SCORE before uh, and you are interested in, in getting some of their help, it might be a good idea to take the, the initial seminar, which is you, your business idea, and what SCORE can do for you. There is no charge for this one. It's offered a couple of times a month. Yes. And, uh, and then you can go from there. Um, also, as I said, they have lots of other seminars. They have basic business seminars that, that everybody needs to know. And then they have more advanced seminars, if you will, of uh, social marketing, taxes, uh, legal issues. Uh, and all of this, once again, you can find at Orlando.score.org. And don't forget to look for the Coffee with a Leader series. That's a very popular series, right? Yes, it is. Very popular, as well as the lunch. Lunch with the Leader, right. Lunch with the Leader is also very popular. I think the most important thing is how often do you have the opportunity to meet with someone who has actually gone through the process of starting a business and being successful at it? Now, we all have had our bumps, uh, but somehow we've managed to go ahead and be successful. And so now what we want to do, and we have approximately, I don't know, 60 people maybe in the SCORE office here in Orlando, all of whom have been successful are their individual businesses. And how often do you have that experience to meet somebody that can actually teach you uh, some of the things that we've learned and we're willing to help you along free, as Rich would say? That's right. And, you know, more and more young people are actually turning to their own businesses. Yes. And so please make sure that those young people in your life, or if you are a young person, other young people in your life know about SCORE and everything that they have to offer over there. Now, at the National Entrepreneur Center, the SCORE is not the only resident there, you might no, say, right? No, it's not. There's uh, 12 or 13 uh, organizations that are yes. there. Uh, you have the import-export uh, office there. You have both the Hispanic and the African-American Chambers of Commerce there. Yes. You have, uh, is NABO there? NABO is there, there. Yes. That's right. National Association of Women Business Owners. And, of course, another great organization that's there is the SBA. And that brings us to today's guests. We have a couple of public affairs specialists from the SBA and they're here to tell us about federal disaster loans for businesses of all sizes, private nonprofits, homeowners, and renters. So they've got something for everybody they out there. They do. They most certainly do. And this is a wonderful opportunity for everyone to listen how the government actually is helping out and will be helping out for all those people who have been affected by the most recent uh, horrible Okay. Uh, events that we've incurred here. Okay, and uh, so we have Dolores Rowan from the SBA. Dolores, good to see you today. It's great seeing you too. Thank you for having us. And Giovanna <clears throat> Castro Matos. Did I say that right? You did. Great job. All right. Nice good. to be here. Thank you for being here as well. And both of you are with <clears throat> the SBA. All right, so we're going to get more into what that's all about here in just a minute. But the way we do things around here is we like to get to know a little bit about the guests. So uh, are you from around this area? We'll start with you, Dolores. Sure. I'm actually from the D.C. area right now. Okay. So um, you're down here on a special mission, so to speak? This is my special mission. I'm taking a break from helping women business owners. I'm actually... That's usually, what you normally do. Yeah. At the SBA, I work with the National Women's Business Council right? Um, as the Associate Director of Policy and Research there. Um, but I really thought that it was time to get down into the field um, and, and help business owners and renters and homeowners with 
um, information to access disaster loans. I thought it was a, a great time to come down here and be supportive. Okay, well, have you always lived in Washington, D.C.? I was in New York before that. <laughs> okay, that's where you grew up, I take mm-hmm. it? That's, you went to school there? Yes, I did. And, and the city? I, I was in the Bronx. I went to Manhattan College for undergrad, and then I, I went to Seton Hall for grad school. Oh, okay. Yep, but I made my way down to D.C. with big eyes and a dream on policy and helping women business owners. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to Giovanna. Giovanna, are you from around here? Um, almost. I'm actually from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Okay. So I've been, had firsthand experience with a lot of the disaster survivors um, that we're going to be talking about and hopefully helping. When did you come to Orlando? I came for, to Orlando on Monday, actually. I am on a reservist and I'm on deployment here to help all Floridians and especially um, the Spanish speakers with my bilingual skills. So you, you still normally live in San Juan? I do, yeah. I did live in Boston for six years okay. um, and I moved to Puerto Rico earlier in 2017. What great timing, right? Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, my word. Well, we have obviously a lot to talk about uh, with all of that going on. Um, and so you, uh, you're you both here for the special uh, circumstances. And uh, do you have an office here locally? Just sort of the, just give us a little bit about the logistics. How, how is it that you're set up here? Are you working out of a hotel room or what do you do? Uh, sure. There actually is a district office here for the SBA, but currently the disaster um, relief workers are working out of different centers across Florida okay. um, called disaster recovery centers. So you're not necessarily located over at the National Entrepreneur Center, exactly. even though there is an SBA office there, exactly. the, the regular SBA office, we'll call that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, but uh, obviously you're here to help as many people as possible. Yes. All right. Dear, so we ahead. have mobile recovery centers, um, or mobile disaster recovery centers. So right now there is one at the Central uh, Central Library, um, Central Branch Library. Okay. Right now there's one at the Central Branch Library, and that's open Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, and then... Come next week. That would be the branch downtown. Uh, Yeah, it's about seven miles away. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. And then Um, you were going to say. And then they will pick up and move to another county, another location, and keep moving around Florida to try to make sure that they're helping as many people as possible. And how much longer will they be downtown, did you say? So as of right now, I think Saturday is their last day. Okay. All right. So that's this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Okay. All right, so where so to go? Where can you go, or where can someone go to find out where they're going to go next? Sure, I would recommend um, calling actually our SBA hotline at one eight hundred six five nine two nine five five. You can also go online to um, sba.gov forward slash disaster to find out more about how um, uh, where the SB, where the disaster recovery centers are located and more information about um, how you can get in touch with an SBA representative to help you with your specific disaster needs. Okay. Are you two working out of one of these mobile centers? Is that how you do it? So we do visit all of the centers, but as public affairs specialists, our focus is to go to the media and go to community organizations and really get the word out there to people that can be um, focal points to get the message to their community. Okay, and obviously that's why you're here today. Mm-hmm. And um, are you finding that uh, the community is lost? I mean, they don't know that you're out there. Uh, 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 
Are you having much success getting the word out? Let me put it that way. Yeah, so I think one of our biggest challenges is that when someone hears small business administration, they don't always hear loans and they don't always hear loans for renters, homeowners. And I want to kind of emphasize that because all business owners have workers, they have employees, they themselves are homeowners too. Um, So we do offer low interest disaster loans to business owners for uh, damages to their machinery, damages to their property. And then we also offer um, economic injury loans. And both of these loans are up to $2 million. So that's that working capital. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for homeowners, we offer loans up to $200,000. And then for renters um, and uh, homeowners as well for personal property damages like furniture and automobiles, we offer loans up to $40,000. So So we are trying to get the word out that once you apply to FEMA, you may be referred to the Small Business Administration. And when you get that letter or you get that phone call from the SBA to not ignore it, to come into one of these disaster recovery centers or to call the SBA um, and make sure that you follow up on that application. Okay. All right. Once again, we're speaking with Dolores Rowan and Giovanna Castro-Matos. They are public affairs specialists from the SBA. And they're here to assist people and make sure everyone, as, at least as many people as possible, know about what the SBA is doing, working in conjunction with FEMA to help people get back on their feet after Hurricane Irma crawled through here. All right, so uh, please stick around. When we come back, we'll get more into detail what they can perhaps do to help you or someone that you know out there uh, who may not be aware that this is available. Okay, that's the whole idea here today. So once again, everything you hear today, please spread the word. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, we're back. And once again, thanks for tuning in to What's the Score. I am Christopher Hart along with Lucy Polito. Today we are visiting with Giovanna Castro-Matos and Dolores Rowan. They are public affairs specialists with the SBA Small Business Administration. And a lot of people don't know what the Small Business Administration does anyway. But uh, what we're going to do today is uh, fill you in on what they are doing to help just about everybody in the community who needs help. Uh, They have uh, a program where they are offering loan assistance to homeowners, renters, and even on your car. Did I hear you say that? Well, um, homeowners can get personal property damages uh, up to $40,000. So that is your furniture. Those are your automobiles. That's your clothing. So we do offer loan assistance for those personal items. Okay. A couple of quick questions. Do you have to be a business owner to be... For, for these other loans to be available? You do to you. not need to be a business owner. Okay. That is a great question. Okay. Um, we actually, we know that the majority of our loans actually go to homeowners and renters. Who, um, who either are employed with somebody or re- retired. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, we really look at the holistic approach, like you were saying, and we know that an entire community is is relevant to make sure that the business community is thriving and to make sure that everything um, functions to its, its, its best. So... Yeah. Is this a new program that that, that that the SBA is going out of its sort of normal parameters? Yeah, so the Office of Disaster Assistance has been around since 1953 at the SBA, um, but we are doing a few things in this hurricane that are a little unique. Um, for example, we are deferring the first payment for 12 months after you you finish signing your loan documents with your, your case manager. Um, and your loan officer. So you have a full year before you have to make that first payment. 
And these loans go up to 30 years um, and are as low as 1.75% for interest for homeowners. Um, So we really, really want to make sure that people understand that this program is here. We are working with you um, and that the deadline to apply is November 24th. Okay. uh, Can I I ask you something? Is this this also being offered to people in Puerto Rico? Yes, it is. So the Office of Disaster Assistance works nationwide. So we're in Puerto Rico, Georgia, the Virgin Islands, everywhere where there is a declared disaster, the Office of Disaster Assistance and the SBA will be there. Well, I I think it's important for our listeners, if they have any relatives in Puerto Rico, which I'm sure many of our listeners do, uh, to let and I know the communications is not the greatest right now in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So if they somehow can let the people there know that this program is available, I think that would be wonderful and a great help for them. Definitely. I completely agree. Um, and luckily, I know that Internet and electricity obviously is a huge issue there. But there are disaster recovery centers in Atorre, I think, and definitely in Ponce. So there are ways to um, get the information get either the on your cell phone. Yeah. Can yeah. I uh, call the, this 800 <clears throat> number from anywhere there too? Yep. What's the 800? Uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The emergency line? Is that what you called it? The SBA emergency line is 800-659-2955. That's 800-659-2955. I want to ask you a question about these these loans, though, the personal property loans in the home. Uh, now, this is for people who have had damages, I, pre- I presume. In other words, let's say I got a house and I want to refi the thing. I'm going, hey, 1.75% interest, I want that deal. So how do you weed that out? How do you determine the, the people who really need the loans? Yeah, we these are only for hurricane disaster survivors. Um, and we have expert um, individuals, case managers, estimators who come out to your property and look at the damages or can even do that virtually to some extent. But these are these are expert evaluators who come out and make sure that this these damages are actually a result of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that um, the people who are receiving this this loan really are um, survivors of Hurricane Irma. And, and that they need the money. Exactly. Because obviously there is a limited supply of it, even though exactly. I'm sure there's probably plenty. But in, mm-hmm. and from our perspective, uh-huh. right? Um, so once again, this is this is for for storm relief. And if you had a business, though, that, for instance, was shut down for five days mm-hmm. or, or several weeks because of electricity and you're back up and running now, you can still go and get the relief, though, right? Exactly. So we um, have economic injury loans, too, and that's for working capital. Those are for making sure that you can function as though the, the disaster didn't happen or function back to the place that you were before the disaster as much as possible. We don't want you to lay off employees. We want to make sure that you... You maintain a staff, and if you need payroll, we have some working capital that that can really be um, leveraged based off that economic disaster loan, and that's up to two million dollars as well. And you can speak with that with your caseworker. And sort of that's the underlying principle of what you're doing, isn't it? Is to try to keep people working, businesses open, because that's going to be what you know fuels the recovery. We want the economy to prosper, and that means strong business owners, strong workers. We don't want people to feel um, feel like we're not here to support them, to make sure that the community really is thriving. And that, that comes from all levels, from the bottom up to the top down. Right. That is Dolores Rowan. She's a public affairs specialist with the SBA. She's here uh, from Washington, D.C. on a special mission, you might say. And along with Giovanna Castro-Matos, who is here from San Juan. And uh, she has come here. 
I, I take it in your case, you're you're primarily trying to help uh, Puerto Ricans who have come here because of the storm, or is it just and you're here just to help out anybody in general? Well, I am definitely, I would say, specially equipped to help out um, bilingual and Spanish speakers, but I'm definitely here to help out anybody that has been affected by Hurricane Irma. Um, as Dolores says, um, business owners, uh, nonprofit, private nonprofits, and homeowners and renters. Okay, and once again, they have an emergency line, 800-659-2955, 800-659-2955, and their website is SBA dot gov forward slash disaster okay and sba.gov is the regular sba website uh, nancy I'm, I'm sorry lucy you wanted to say something no no I'm uh, okay fine. um uh so uh the the application process uh do they does, can somebody go to the online site and begin that yeah so our first step your first step is to register with fema I, we, we recommend every single person register with FEMA because there's aid that FEMA can give, um, grants, different types of resources, and that gets you into the entire the database for recovery efforts for the government. And then once you register with FEMA, you may receive a letter or phone call um, that says you've been referred to the Small Business Administration. We really want to make sure people aren't ignoring those letters. A lot of people think, okay, why am I receiving a letter from the SBA? I'm not a business owner. Or... Why is the SBA contacting me during times of disaster? But we want you to take those letters and we want you to come and visit our discover, uh, disaster recovery centers or we want you to go online and actually submit an application. Um, once you submit an application, we're looking for some basic information, whether or not you're capable of repaying the loan, a little bit about your credit history. Um, but we, we don't want your, your credit score to be something that deters you from applying. You should still submit an application because you could always appeal. Um, and then once that application is in the system, a loan officer will contact you, work at a time to, to uh, make an estimate on the property damage. Um, and then possibly if you qualify for the loan, work out a, a schedule to, um, for you to receive those funds. And you'll, this, this entire process takes, I'd say, about four weeks from beginning to end. Um, and then once the loan is signed off, you'll receive a, a, your first installment within five business days so you'll you'll receive the loan in installments and, and you will receive it in installments and one of the reasons that we give it in installments is because we recommend that even if you haven't um or recommend that you apply to the sba regardless of whether or not you have an insurance policy um because we can work with you to or, so that you apply whether or not you have an insurance policy um because you could use that loan to pay off some of your um, deductible and some other some other inf- things to receive your insurance balance. So for homeowners or renters, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you had insurance on your property or if you did or didn't. You either way, you're still eligible for help. You're st- yes, you should still apply whether or not you did or did not have insurance. Okay, um, and as you said, the, the whole process takes about four weeks. Yes, but then you won't have to make a payment back for a full year. Exactly from the time that that's the, the approval goes through. Mm-hmm. And um, this this uh, does this extend Giovanna to Puerto Ricans who are coming here and want to relocate now to Central Florida after the storm. So the the disaster loans are specifically for to repair and replace any damaged property. So if anybody is leaving Puerto Rico and their damages were in Puerto Rico, they need to file their application um, with representatives and 
from Puerto Rico. Or call the Disaster Recovery Center. Honestly, I'm going to leave that question up to uh, the loan managers, okay. but it is definitely the property there. It could possibly be, though, that they use the, the disaster relief there to relocate their business here. Yeah, actually, the SBA <clears throat> uh, provides relocation um, assistance, but that is also based on the amount of your damaged property. Are you seeing, uh, you said you've been here about a week. Yeah. Uh, it's not a long time, but mm-hmm. uh, from what you've seen so far, are you seeing a lot of that where Puerto Ricans, I know the, the, the schools, for instance, have seen a, a great deal mm-hmm. of influx of, of, of students, but mm-hmm. is this going to be a temporary thing or do you see these folks coming here and they're going to stay here? You know, that is a huge question that a lot of people have. Um, I and think nobody knows the answer. Yeah. Yet, nobody right? knows the answer yet. Like the government back home, like myself, I'm asking it. Um, I think it's on a case by case basis. I think that a lot of people want to go back to Puerto Rico. It's just right now with such, you know, little electricity and a lot of about 25 percent of the island still doesn't have water. I think it's kind of like an emergency situation. People are coming right. in. But um, some people will stay and some people will leave. It's a bit, I think, too early to tell. You you were in San Juan up until a week ago. Up until two weeks ago. Up until yeah. two weeks ago. Did you have electricity in San Juan? Is it is the city up and running again or is it dark at night? Um, it was dark in my house. I can tell I can tell you that. Um luckily my family was able to find a generator. Um there are currently a lot of generators up oh, and yeah, running. I'm sure. Um, Instead of the, the, the little frogs, what are they, the coquies? The, the coquies, yeah. The coquies, you're not hearing those at night. You're the, yeah, sadly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the uh, some parts of the metropolitan area do have electricity, but not all of them, unfortunately. <clears throat> it it kind of keeps coming on and off, I've heard. I see. Okay, once again, we are today speaking with Giovanna Castro-Matos, and she's... You just heard she's from Puerto Rico and Dolores Rowan, who's here from New York. I mean, yeah, New York via Washington, (laughs) D.C. Almost got it right there. And uh, they are public affairs specialists with the SBA. And the SBA has a lot to offer for people who have suffered storm damage, whether you're a business owner or not, whether you're retired or it doesn't matter if you've had storm damage. Uh, there's good chance they have something to offer you. You need to register with FEMA first. Now, how do you do that? Is there an emergency not number for FEMA? Yeah, there, there is an emergency number and a website. So at disasterassistance.gov is the FEMA website. And then the emergency number for FEMA is 1-800-621-3362 or okay. 621-FEMA. Okay, and we'll give you that number again on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, we want to thank you for tuning in today. Today, I am assisted, assisted by Lucy Polito. Rich is out today. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And our guests are Dolores Rowan and Giovanna Castro-Matos, who are both public, uh, public affairs specialists with the SBA. And what they do as public affairs specialists is get out the good word. They're evangelists for the SBA, you might say. And uh, that's why they're here today, because radio is still, guess what, folks, one of the most effective ways to get the word out, whether it's emergency uh, news, whether it's uh, just regular news, 
uh, people still go to the radio in massive numbers. Did you know that 95% of Americans will listen to their radio this week, next week, the week after, last week, the week before? Yes, folks, radio. It may seem old, but it's still used. And it's very effective because you can direct the message to the audience that you would like to hear it. And that's the great thing about the Salem Media Group here in Orlando with four great radio stations. They can direct the message to any audience pretty much in town here. And with great uh, strong signals and FM simulcasting, you really can uh, cover the area. And the fellow to talk to if you want to get your message out in that fashion is Bill Files. He's the station manager here. His number is 407-618-1760. Bill's been in the business all of his life. He knows how to make you, help you, I should say, make most effective use of your advertising and marketing dollars. So once again, consider radio because this type radio format is the most listened to radio format in the nation. That's right, folks. People still go to the radio to get the first glimpse of the news. All right, so. Bill Files, 407-618-1760, and tell them Lucy and Chris sent you, right? That's right. All right, and there's a multitude of ways uh, that you can get your message out. You can have a radio show of your own, or you can be a sponsor of a radio show, or you can just go with normal radio advertising. And uh, so let's get back to our guest today, because that's really why you're here, is to get the word out, right? Um Speaking of Puerto Rico and being without power down there, are people using radios a lot to keep a, keep track of what's going on? Oh yes, definitely. I would say so. Yeah, it's, and it, it's it's so easy to do, right? I mean, it, it, it takes no effort. It's still free to listen to the radio, unless you want to pay for radio. You can do that nowadays too. But and uh, it's twenty four hours a day. Yeah, and every single day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, you can listen to music, you can li- listen to educational programs, you can listen to anything you want. And, and I want to ask you a question, and I'd, I'd put money on the answer. Um, but when things began to come back after the storm blew mm-hmm. through, obviously you didn't have power, you didn't have water. Mm-hmm. What was the first mass media to come back? Oh, definitely radio. <laughs> Actually, there was one radio station that um, kept broadcasting even throughout the hurricane. Is that right? Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about, folks, and that's yeah. why they're here. And that's that's way- one of the reasons why you always should have a battery radio with you. And, you know, that's kind of going old-fashioned. But, my gosh, in emergencies, that is the thing that keeps you going. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It became a very coveted luxury item. Uh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, by the way, a lot of folks here in Central Florida, uh, you know, even though we had just gone through it ourselves, uh, our hearts went out to everyone down there in Puerto Rico. We had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had drives, uh, mm-hmm. putting things together to send down there. You know, it really was uh, an effort here because, we, you know, we knew we had seen a little bit of devastation, but wasn't nothing compared to what you guys had seen down there. Yeah, definitely. And we heard about all of the different drives, like you said, and fundraisers that our fellow Americans were making um, for Puerto Rico and for the Virgin Islands, too. And it really um, gave us a sense of being a part of the rest of the nation. It was great. And indeed. Uh, and once again, they're here today to get out the good word about what the SBA is doing. But you need to register first with FEMA. And when we were taking going into the break, we were giving some numbers out. And so I want to give those numbers out again. And FEMA does have its own emergency line number. 
It is 800-621-3362. That's 800-621-FEMA, right? And their website is disasterassistance.gov. And you spell all that out, disasterassistance.gov. Now, are there other organizations besides FEMA and the SBA that may contact folks when they register with FEMA? You should receive information directly from FEMA and the SBA. I, I, I would, if you're if you're registering with FEMA, it should be a FEMA mailer or a directive to come and uh, come and speak with us at the SBA. Uh, I guess what I'm asking is, uh, for someone who may live in an agricultural area, might they be contacted by the Department of Agriculture or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so that's actually a really great question. Um, so the SBA does not give loans to farm businesses. How, that, that's where the USDA comes in. Okay. But we can give farm owners, um, homeowner, farm, farm owners assistance on their homes. Okay. Um, and any actual businesses they have. Some, some farm owners have become really savvy that, you know, the, the, um, canning facility is its own business or a different part of the business or a different part, not specifically the farm itself. Is, is classified as a different business, and we can assist that business aspect. The farm itself actually goes to USDA. So, um, I see. Thank you. Actually, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Okay. But the government does have other agencies we that do. are helping out as well. We do. We are um, a holistic entity right now. We are all down here in full force. Okay. Um, you came from your office in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they just go in and say, hey, we need some volunteers who would like to go to Orlando, Florida? How did that work? They did. They sent out um, the the administrator, Linda McMahon, is really championing this disaster program. And she sent out um, a mailer or an email to everyone who wants to volunteer. And we knew it was a long commitment. The hours they give you a, a piece of paper that sell, says you have to be available seven days a week for 12 hours a day for 60 days. Um, and thankfully I have an amazing supportive team who is willing to take on my workload. We are a small team of five, so they are now a small team of four. Um, and the, my, my supervisor, everyone at the SBA headquarters is, is really supportive of us volunteers coming down here to, to help a hand in any way we can. And you mentioned that your normal job at the SBA was working with women-owned businesses? Yeah, I champion women-owned businesses policy research. Um, I develop policy for the Small Business Administration, White House, and Congress Mm -hmm. normally. Um, Our portfolios are really diverse, everything from millennial women entrepreneurs to Hispanic women entrepreneurs, um, high-growth resource platforms. We, We really try to touch everywhere, alternative sources of capital, and we love SCORE. We are huge advocates of the mentorship that SCORE provides, huge advocates of women business centers. We have a great relationship with all the SBA partners, but we do research and policy. I don't want to go too far along with this, but just yeah. another question. Um, with the new administration, you mentioned Linda McMahon. Mm-hmm. She's a small, she was a business owner herself. Yeah. And, um, and then Ivanka Trump has been getting a lot mm-hmm. of attention bringing attention to women's issues. Do you see progress uh, developing? Well, we always see progress um, to some extent. We want women business owners to access resources. And I think that the current administration is trying very hard to make sure that we have the support systems in place to um, help women business owners and other other people starting and growing their businesses, just like SCORE and other other SBA resource partners. So we are out there fighting the good fight for business owners, um, whether you're starting your business or growing your business. Okay. 
I guess sometimes it helps to have somebody who's done it before, you know, yeah. to be in charge of things. And no. uh, she has certainly done it. Uh, she came to, to Orlando here to meet with Hispanic business owners uh, soon after uh, she was uh, sworn in. And um, she wanted to hear, you know, what they needed. And um, obviously this program here, that's what you're here to do is hear what people need and help them out. Um how successful has the SBA been down in Puerto Rico? I mean, with the devastation as bad as it is down there, even if they get a loan, is there anything they can do with it? Yes, definitely. So there's been, thankfully, a good amount of loan applications and already loans approved. And with the limited research that we have, you know, um, the entrepreneurship community in Puerto Rico is very strong and you know, we're starting to build up day by day. Are people more or less getting back to life as normal? Do kids go to school and that sort of thing? Some of them do. Um, the Obviously, the devastation is different um, depending on what part of the island you are. But I do know that the state university has started classes, and at least my younger siblings are in school. Okay. All right. Once again, today we're speaking with Dolores Rowan and Giovanna Castro Matos. They are public affairs specialists with the SBA. Once again, the SBA's emergency line is 800-659-2955. And but to get everything rolling, though, you need to register with FEMA, okay? And their emergency line number is 800-621-3362. That's 800-621-FEMA. Their website is disasterassistance.gov. The SBA's is sba.gov slash disaster. Okay, that's a mouthful, and we'll get that information to you another time or two, obviously, before the show ends. I do have a question. I I know we had a major disaster, and of course, that's why there's an awful lot of activity right now. But in the future, uh, do you also do loans for disasters? If, let's say, somebody had a fire in their business or something like that, is there an opportunity for help there? So we work on declared disasters. So this is either a presidentially declared disaster, which Irma was, or you can contact um, FEMA and FEMA might declare something a disaster. Usually we need about 20 homes to be affected before it becomes a disaster. Um, So what we do, though, offer um, with these disaster loans is about we do offer mitigation to some extent. So about 20% of the loan value can be used to improve your home or improve your business to make sure that um, when the next disaster comes, you have some some protections. So this could be, you know, uh, shutters. This could be some other improvements. But, so, to your house. but it has to be a disaster that involves several mm-hmm. businesses. Exactly. Not if I have a, my own business and God forbid I had a fire in that in my building, you know, it did away with my business, something like that. That's not an item that you would consider down the road. Not for disaster relief. So, it's, it's my disaster, of course. Yeah, no, of course. That, that's not what they're, yeah, go yeah. ahead. So the Office of Disaster Assistance, like Dolores said, um, does work with declared disasters. There's presidential declared disasters. There's um, SBA-specific declared disasters, which, like you said, it's 25 businesses or homes that need to be affected. Uh-huh. And then there's the governor certification, which means that about five, at least five businesses need to be economically affected to then receive economic injury loans. Okay. Um, that being said, I think then that the SBA itself, not the office of disaster assistance would have resources to help out. Right. right. And okay. you can find all of that at SBA.gov. 
and for the disaster assistance, it's sba.gov slash disaster. The SBA emergency line is 800-659-2955, and that's good Puerto Rico, that's good nationwide. And the FEMA disaster relief line is 800-621-FEMA, 800-621-FEMA. And their website is disasterassistance.gov. And you'll need to go through FEMA. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business, or in this case, it could be your home, all right, because we're here today with Dolores Rowan and Giovanna Castro-Matos, public affairs specialists with the SBA, and they've got a lot to, to offer at the SBA in the form of disaster relief. I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito with SCORE, and uh, once again, uh, this is available to anyone who is in a disaster area, whether it's here or Texas or even California with the fires, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are obviously going to be out there with that. I mean, not you too particular, but you know what I mean. Um, and so that any declared disaster anywhere in the nation, SBA is going to be there offering these things. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And so obviously folks here in Central Florida... Uh, these things are available to you. Uh, once again, you have to register first through FEMA. And this is sort of the trick because FEMA may choose to contact you in certain ways and you may not realize what's going on and you may miss out on the opportunity. Explain what I'm talking about, please. Sure. If you submit an application with FEMA online, you may receive an email or even a letter that refers you to the Small Business Administration. And what we find is that homeowners, renters, and even some small business um, owners don't realize that what we're really trying to do is give you disaster aid too. And these are in the forms of loans. Right. Um, so they might not respond to that application or they might not contact, go to the next step and go to the SBA website and apply for an SBA disaster loan. So we want to make sure everyone is reading their mail. Everyone is answering the phone call. If you call FEMA, you will get a, a call from the SBA um, if you have been qualified or not qualified, if you have been referred to the Small Business Administration. So if you're sitting there watching TV or something and you got one of those uh, cable things where you see the phone number on your right. television and it shows up SBA or something, uh-huh. answer it. Exactly. <laughs> Don't ignore it, right? We do not want you to miss an opportunity because this is this is money that is here to help you get to the state you were before the disaster. If your fence has been damaged, if your found the foundation of your home is damaged, if machinery is damaged, we're trying to get you back to the place you were a month ago um, or six weeks ago. So so this money is available via low interest disaster loans. Yeah. Now, these are loans. They will have to be paid back. But as she said, the interest rates are extremely low, mm-hmm. well below market. And for the first year, you don't have to make a payment at all. No. So the first year, um, you don't have to make a payment. The interest, lo- the loans can be as low as 1.75%. And your caseworker will work with you to develop a timeline that's right, but they can be as long as 30 years. And once again, you do not have to be a business owner to be eligible. You'd simply have to have been a victim of the storm. 
Exactly. And we, we also encourage business owners to tell their employees about this because they may have some employees that have had some really horrific damages to the storm. And we want to make sure that they don't miss out as well. So business owners can take advantage of it for their own home. They can take advantage of it for their businesses, but they can also spread the good news and tell their employees that the SBA is here to support them. Now, they also have a mobile disaster relief center, which had been until this weekend located mm-hmm. downtown Orlando. But you can look online to find out where it's going next, right? And there, there's, there, there, it's not the one for the whole state. No, right? there's we have, lots of them. Right? We have a bunch out there right now. Um, we were in. I'm gonna butcher the name. Kissing Kissimmee. 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 We were in Kissimmee today, so they opened up too. <laughs> So um, they are opening up all over the place. Um, Every week we're in different locations. We're updating our information. You can go online to sba.gov or fema.gov to figure out where the nearest disaster recovery center is to you. Let's remind the audience that uh, this weekend in Orlando really is the last time that they have uh, in the Central Library, which Mm -hmm. is downtown Orlando. Uh, And there is a deadline for all of this. And remind us what it is. November 24th is the deadline to apply. Now, I recommend everyone who thinks that they're even remotely qualified or remotely interested to apply because we can't accept applications. As of today, we cannot accept applications after November 24th. But if you are in the system before November 24th and you receive an uh, a letter saying that you were denied, you can appeal that process. You have up to six months to appeal that process and get a caseworker. And actually, a lot of our loans who are um, appealed do receive funding. So we don't want you to give up hope when, if you receive a, a denial. For some reason, it could be an, an issue with the paperwork or a missing documentation. But if you're not in the system before November 24th, then it, it becomes more difficult for us to help you. Giovanna, is that November 24th, the deadline the same for Puerto Rico? No, the deadlines are different for every disaster declaration. So uh, the deadline for Puerto Rico has been extended to March 2018. Okay. And there's a possibility that this 24th could be extended, but don't bet on it, right? Don't bet on it. Just get your application in as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I, I would say considering the, the state of the situation here in Central Florida, it probably won't be extended, Right. Because it seems like a lot of progress is being made. Am I am I wrong? Well, there is a great amount of progress. We still actually uh, we, we still want more people to apply. We, the numbers are relatively right. um, low. We see great opportunity for people to apply. That's why we're here trying uh, to do a last push to get the word out. And that's why I'm saying don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait no. thinking that maybe they'll extend it or apply before. And now does apply simply mean contacting FEMA? Or do you have to go online to do something else as well? You would go onto the SBA website. That's the um, SBA dot SBA disaster. I'm sorry, SBA.gov forward slash disaster. And you would actually have to submit an application um, or you can go to your disaster recovery center to submit that application. And you can do this as soon as you call FEMA, as soon as you register with FEMA? Well, once you register with FEMA, you, you should receive a letter that refers you to the but SBA. But I'm saying if, if, if it's November the 23rd. Then go online to SBA.gov. And, and go ahead and, and do the, the application process. As soon as possible, yes. And, and then go to FEMA. Or, or simultaneously. In other words... Don't don't take any chances. Do don't everything. take any chances. And I, right. and if you haven't heard from anyone um, and the deadline is approaching, call the 1-800 number or just physically go down to a disaster center and have that one on one contact. Um, they will see the lines are a little long. So I recommend going early if, if you can. 
Um, but also don't give up if the lines are long. Some people, you know, after a little while want to get up and leave. But we will see you if you're there. It just might take us some time. Now, you call this a mobile center. Is mm-hmm. it like the, the blood bus that drives around? Is this a bus or do you just set up inside the library? How do you do that? So there is a big bus that is driving everyone around, a FEMA bus that is driving the FEMA, the FEMA individuals to set up. Um, we are in different locations throughout Florida. Um, we just call it mobile because we're driving around to the I next place. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, once again, uh, we're speaking today with Dolores Rowan and Giovanna Castro Matos. They are public affairs specialists with the SBA. They're here today to get the word out. Okay. So a lot of you folks here in central Florida are hearing the word on this radio show, please spread it around. Okay. That these loans are available to anyone who's been affected by the storm. You do not have to be a business owner. Uh, and these can go for personal property and, of course, homes and, of course, businesses. And let me give you the numbers again, okay? So the website for the SBA is sba.gov slash disaster. Okay, that's where you can apply, what, she was, what the Dolores was just uh, talking about. Their 800 number is 800-659-2955. That's their emergency line, 800-695-2955. So if you need assistance, call that number. Will you get a live person there? I believe you, so it's it's a touchstone. Um, okay, so you'll, uh, touchstone, yeah. okay, all right, but that's where you can get assistance. Mm-hmm. If you call during, uh, uh, you can eventually get to a live like person. Like one option is, would you like a paper application? So, so there's some parts of it that are automated, but you can speak with a live person. Okay, so that's for the SBA. Then for FEMA, the number is 800-621-FEMA, 800-621-FEMA. Their normal website is FEMA.gov. But for disaster, it's disasterassistance.gov. That's disasterassistance.gov. And once again, the deadline for Central Florida is November the 24th. It's not until March for Puerto Rico, but for Florida, it's November the 24th. Uh, The question that I have is when you call the 800 number, is it one of those things where there'll be somebody who will speak Spanish? Yes. Yes? Okay, good. All right. And so once again, uh, Giovanna here is from Puerto Rico, so... The, the the this everything we're talking about here today is available in Puerto Rico through the local offices in Puerto Rico. Yes, indeed. But they can the um, link the URL uh, website is the same and the phone number customer assistance is the same. I see. OK, so once again, this is available if you've had storm damage. OK, and it doesn't matter if it's to your personal property, you could say a tree fell on your car. Right. Uh, a tree fell on your house or you lost shingles on your roof or lost windows, whatever. And, of course, businesses. And if businesses were out of operation, the, 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 it would, there was nothing destroyed, but you didn't have electricity and you couldn't do business for a while, there's relief for that as well, correct? There's economic injury loss, um, disaster loans. And that's through this. Exactly. And that's up to $2 million. Um, and that's really that, that working capital you need to keep your business above ground to keep it afloat to make sure that you're functioning and that that you can maintain a workforce and once again the whole purpose of this and the whole purpose of the sba is to help small businesses survive and thrive and in this particular case survive and thrive you know after after a disaster which in this case for us was a hurricane for puerto rico was a hurricane for california it was fires you know who knows what it's going to be next but we do know there will be a next right Uh, that's the nature of nature all right. 
So once again, please spread the word around. Make sure everybody in your community knows about this, all your family and friends, uh, because there may be somebody out there who needs assistance. And it doesn't matter if they had uh, uh, renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance. Uh, that will, of course, be calculated into the overall scheme of things. But still, everybody is available if you've had storm damage. Exactly. And if you have insurance, we still recommend that you apply. Um, get into our system. We will work. The loan officer will evaluate that. We will, um, you know, if, if you qualify and the loan is dispersed, we'll work with insurance, too, to make sure everything. A lot of people have insurance, but they have a high deductible. Can they get a loan to pay the high deductible? So part of our loans for Florida right now, some of the loan money actually is being used for the deductible. Okay. So as I said, there's a lot of help there. We probably haven't covered all the, you know, the the circumstances and the contingencies. But if you've had storm damage in one way, shape, or form, this program is available. Okay? Register first at FEMA. That's 800-621-FEMA, disasterassistance.gov. Or you can call... And call SBA at 800-659-2955, 800-695-659-2955, and the website is sba.gov slash disaster, okay? sba.gov slash disaster, and November 24th is the deadline for Central Florida, so don't wait around. Now, the deadline's longer for people in Puerto Rico, so you can still spread the word there. They have more time, but why wait? I mean, you need the help now, right? Exactly. All right. So anyway, we want to thank you folks for being here in Central Florida, helping the folks here in Central Florida. You're coming from a disaster area, both of you. Coming from, you came from the swamp. She came from. <laughs> so, <laughs> just teasing here. But uh, the whole idea is we appreciate the help. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thanks Definitely. for tuning in. We'll see you next week with more of What's the Score. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.